Welcome. Welcome back, guys. Welcome to the 10th episode. 10th episode. There it is. Yeah, I was uh, waiting to get to 10 episodes. I just, uh, I told you, you know, I want to have 10 episodes under our belt before I start posting about, you know, to everyone and including strangers that I don't know on message boards and stuff because, you know, just prepare your anus for the incoming, you know, (laughs) golden comments that are just, you can probably expect. Well, and I, and I think, too, at least uh, from some of the listeners I've talked to, you know, they feel like, and, and me and you have talked about it, each each podcast is getting better. We're getting more comfortable with the flow. This was yeah. new to, something new to both of us. So, you know, as as time has gone on, we've gotten more used to it, more comfortable, and uh, and moving along with it. So Yeah, I've, I've been playing with the new mixer I got, and uh, last week I realized that, you know, uh, one of the, the, the main knob had to be turned up for the Audacity uh, capturing program to um, pick up any of the soundboard sounds because that was the first way, first time I had it hooked up that way. Learned that last episode. Then I bust out the mixer and just start playing with knobs and figuring out what everything does. So I, it's kind of an interesting way to it's learn. It's kind of like the first time you have sex, you know? You don't really know what you're exactly. doing. You just start playing with a bunch of knobs and yeah. see what happens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> or or uh, hey, man, maybe, maybe you were, you know, that one guy who just knew right what you were doing. Chances are you're trying to rock porno moves and lay. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. What? I saw it in a movie. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, I think it's uh, sounding better already. I, I switched up my mic. I kind of gave up on the one I've been using because it just made me sound like I was screaming at you know through a closed door at the end of the hallway. <laughs> and I hope this one's better because this was the mic that you had been using. And then you got a new one. So now we both have the same mic. So... Uh, if, it, if it's not the mic, then there's something else I need to keep messing with on the mixer. But here we go. Or, I don't know, hit puberty. Who knows? <laughs> nah, I think it's... Oh, man. So you're wearing a, a, a video game shirt. Oh, dude, yeah. I was actually... Old school Atari, it looks like, right? It's, yep, it's it's an Atari controller uh, joystick with the one button that says represent. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I was talking about this shirt earlier to Jamie, my girlfriend. And I was like, hey, I've had this shirt for almost 20 years. And it has all these holes in it, but it's got a really cool design, and I don't want to, like, throw it away. So I'm just going to start, like, I, I got a flannel out, and I'm going to wear a flannel over it. So it looks, I don't know, as 90s as I could possibly get. I don't know. Dude, <laughs> that's 80s. so grunge, dude. I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, the controller's 80s, the, you know, grunge 90s. Just I'm, I'm melding past generations for no reason at all. And people I'll... keep asking me to stop, so. Oh, no. I say, I say <laughs> fucking go for it. I'm uh, like... Uh, but we were talking on the last podcast, we were uh, talking about uh, the uh, Super Smash Brothers, yes. and I saw on your post that you, you yep. picked that bad boy up on that. Uh, so um, we were doing a bunch of Christmas shopping, and uh, I was like, I want to stop at GameStop because um, I was aware that Smash Brothers was coming out the next day, and I, was, I wasn't going to pre-order it because I try not to pre-order video games from GameStop because they're fucking evil, which I actually recently heard that this past year they lost half a billion dollars in revenue. So they're not doing no. well at all. Now, do you say they're evil for the same reason I think they're evil? Oh, okay, no, no. I have a whole thing about this, and this was not prepared at all, so this is just going to be right off the top of my head. Oh, but shit. Well, let's hear Here we hear go. It. GameStop. This is what you do wrong. First of all, you open up a brand new game, put the case out on the shelf. That's the last damn game you have. So I go to buy that, and then you go, oh, cool. I'm going to sell this opened game that all these little kids been thumbing through the two-page instruction booklet of. For full price, and you're gonna, and we're just gonna put a piece of tape on it, and you just take it like as if it's a 
brand new piece of software. And I'm like, what? No, you should be selling this at least at a discount because it's not brand new, it's opened. You took the disc out. Yes, you put it in a protective sleeve, but the, the joy of getting a brand new sealed video game is something that cannot be recreated with a simple piece of scotch tape, GameStop, and I hate you. That's reason number one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, and well, and and then they they throw away video game cases, so all these uh, loose PlayStation Two and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty games that are never going to have a case anymore because for the collector like myself, you can't find the game in the case because fucking GameStop threw it away to save on shelf space, and that's why when you go buy an older game there, they give it to you in this little like CD sleeve. So they're they're destroying like physical media history to a very small degree. I understand, but when you you are a collector of video games, you, you try to get it complete in box instruction, and this is just uh, really hurting that whole aspect. You know, Jesus, are they going to start burning books next? What a bunch of fucking <laughs> I mean, dicks! Fucking Nazis. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, and and then uh, you know they always try to push the 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 pre-order, push the pre-order, and I'm like, why? Like, no, I don't want to commit to doing that. I just don't. And I don't want to commit to not committing either. So it's really a struggle internally for me whenever I even see a store. Whenever they do that too, I'm always like, hey man, I have commitment issues. I can't even be in a relationship right now, let alone fucking be like, you know, putting money down for a game that I might decide I don't want in two weeks. And they're like, sir, please get out of my line. Um, Every time. and, And I mean, they're, I don't know. You go in there now and it's like a what is it? What's that store at the mall? Like the um, freaking Spencer's? Spencer's? Oh, Spencer's, yeah. It's like a Spencer's in there now. Because they, they got just, like all the Funko yeah, Pops and stuff. Yeah, they got all this shit that I don't want that's overpriced and I actually do want it and it frustrates me more because I'm like, dude. And then when they put stuff on clearance, it's like still like $30. It's like, this is why no one wanted to buy this shit. And um, <laughs> I don't know. It, they, it's they're, they're cool shit, but it's just... I don't know. It's saturated in the market. <laughs> I just quickly want. I was, I was. I was waiting to see if you were going to hit on the reason that I think they're evil, and that yeah, is that? the fact that like you could bring in like a past video game system with like seventy five games, and they're uh, like, "We'll give you fifteen dollars worth oh, of credit." Yeah, man. And I'm like, "What God. are you fucking Bookmans?" Yeah. I'm like, "Dude, come on, guys. Like, I, this is over like four hundred bucks that I spent. I realize yeah. I'm not going to get four hundred dollars worth of credit, but like." A hundred something? Mm-hmm. Like you guys are like yeah, totally. Their, their trading rates are shit. I, so I, that's I've why gotten, I think they're evil. I could, I could. Um, it's kind of like buying a new car. You know, they say never buy a new car off the lot. But when you you buy a new game there and you walk out and if you try to return it, they're they're like, if you don't have the receipt, you're fucked. If you do, I'm sure that I don't know how their policy works. But if it's a game that you um want, that's a brand new game that just came out. Then uh, I think if unless you bought it there, if you try to trade it back, they're going to give you shit for it. They're not going to give you probably half of what you paid, um, and that's the case for most games, not just brand new games. So, that's insane. Um, but anyway, so you know you don't like to normally go there because they're evil. But you, you yeah. But you went in. I went in, and the guy was like, "Okay, listen, man, we got Smash Ultimate's coming out tomorrow. We're going to do a midnight release, but you can get here at ten o'clock." So. So you still wouldn't be able to get the game physically till twelve. No, no, no. You could get the game at ten. Okay, all right. Because yeah. I did I, like the way I thought it was like they're like, all right, well, we'll let you in because mm-hmm. I did a Madden. I ain't gonna chill in a GameStop for two hours. <laughs> hey man, God, who knows? There, I, I was like, I, I went, this is not the first midnight release at a GameStop that I have went to either. And I, I filmed the first one I went to and I put it on YouTube. 
and that's when Final Fantasy XII came out. And when I got the game, I threw it in the air with my fist, and I went, yeah! And some guy in the background like, ooh-hoo! And like, then like, it's like a 15-second video, and it's stupid, but I love it because it's history. I only, uh, <laughs> I've only i only done one Midnight release, and that was, uh, I don't even remember what year, but it was a Madden game that was coming out oh, that I pre-ordered. fucking loser. Just I kidding. No, you're not a loser, Leo. Go on. No, I am, totally. Tell me about the Madden game. It was just funny because, you know... I think like Madden games is where like nerds and jocks coalesce. It's like this this convergence where uh-huh. they where, where the two worlds meet. Yeah. So you'd have like these guys like, mm, yep, okay, all right, guys, let's. This is a really good graphics I think this year. And then uh-huh. you guys get to have their fucking rosters updated, bro. <laughs> and and uh, you know, but it was just funny. They like they had like they'd bought a bunch of like. Uh, Hot and ready pizzas from fucking Little Caesars. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Where, so, is, is it? What store did you say it was at? Uh, I went to the one, uh, the GameStop that was on Twenty Second. Oh, and Houghton. And Houghton. Oh, okay. I got one to Twenty Second and Cole. I was like, hey, maybe it was the same. No, yeah, no. I went out Which, to the one on now. that <laughs> story, piggybacking on. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, as so, uh, my girlfriend is driving, and I was in the car, and like she was like, I'm just gonna park, go ahead and get out, and I so I get out of the car and I start walking towards the GameStop at the ten p.m. release and there's this guy walking out and it's dark and he has a beard and Jamie goes hey look it's Leo hi Leo and it clearly was not you it was some <laughs> other guy and he it was like he looked at her and like I was already walking like out of the car and then he looks at me and I kind of just put my head down and kept walking <laughs> and, <laughs> and um and then he, it was funny though because like she's like Leo and he's like no not quite and then she goes oh sorry you look like our friend Leo <laughs> It was so weird, and it was freaking hilarious. I have, I have, <laughs> and, then, and no, and then this story keeps going on. So oh, I posted shit. the picture on my Facebook of me like with the game and in, in the Switch, and I beat it with with Pikachu first, and I posted this picture, and this guy that I had bought my very first arcade cabinet for from, um, he, I have him on my Facebook as well, and he, and he goes, hey man, did you get that at Twenty Second and Cold? And instantly I go, dude. Did Jamie call you Leo when we were get, I was getting out? And he goes, No fucking he way. Goes, yeah, that was me. And I was like, Dude, I didn't even recognize you. She thought you were my friend Leo. And then he made a comment about, Yeah, because we're the only two people in the world that have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, God. I'm going to give Jamie so much shit when I yes, see her. You have to. Oh shit. <laughs> No, it's, uh, I mean, I've gotten that tons of time, like, you know. People like, think you're someone else? Yeah, and then they'll be like, you look just like our friend Bob. And I'm like, well, Bob's a handsome motherfucker then, you know, oh, or like whatever. I always say stuff like that whenever anyone goes, oh, Jeff, that's my son's name. I go, oh, he sounds like a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, man, that is classic. Oh, it's just so funny. That happened when I had some, because um, I do accents at work, and so I was talking in my Australian accent. Right. And, uh. I was waiting on the table full of Australians, and I told them to come see me do comedy. <laughs> You're like, don't say Bobby. Don't yeah, say Bobby. Don't say it. Don't say it. But I was talking to them, and then they, you know, I, I wasn't talking to my accent at first because I was like, oh, these guys are going to spot my fake ass shit. Yeah. And uh, they made me do it, and they were like, no, that's actually pretty good. It's Melbourne. They were like, hey, let's come. We're going to come see you do comedy. They're like, I may have actually even Everywhere to- we go, someone does a fucking Australian voice. And I'm like, <laughs> thinking about it, and I'm like, fuck, you know what? I might have even told this story on the podcast, but it was just great because when they came in, to the comedy club I'm in like the showroom and they're walking in the door and I just hear fucking just like top of the lungs people are like Leo you fucking bastard how the hell are you and so I'm like oh shit so I come running out 
there's another comedian who has a beard and is white. Oh, no. And, like, <laughs> not me. And, like, they were shouting at him. They're like, all you Americans look the same. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I was like, you fucking nationalist bastards. But, yeah. uh. Yeah, that's, no, it's just funny when that shit happens, but that's great. So you bought the game. Okay, like, so yeah, I got is, it. Is it good? I, so I, I got it, and I, I brought the Switch with me, and I put it in as I uh, made my girlfriend drive so that way I could play the game while we're driving home so I could maximize my uh, initial gaming start time. Holy and, shit, that's dedication. Yeah, that's how I roll, man. And so um, I'm playing it, and I, I, I realize you turn it on, and it, none of the characters are unlocked. What? There, there's like eight that you can choose from. It's like the basic ass... Mario, Link, uh, freaking Bowser's not even on. Like I think uh, Jigglypuff or P- or freaking Kirby, and like Pikachu and like the generics. No, no Luigi. No, um, I, yeah. So you have to unlock everyone, and th- it does it by time. So every ten minutes of game time, uh, when you defeat someone, it'll pop up with a special fight, and you fight this character, and then if you defeat them, you unlock that character. Then you have to do that. 80 more times. So So out of the 80, how many more do you have left to unlock? Or? Oh, I probably have like 20, 25 maybe. I've been unlocking them like crazy, and I actually found a tip for that game. So here comes your video game tip section of the podcast. Fuck yeah. So what you can do is, so if you start the game up fresh, when you put the cartridge in, you start it up, you play one battle, you'll, you'll get a fight. And if you defeat that person, you unlock them. Then what you do is you turn it off. You know, you exit the game, you hit the home button, exit card or exit exit software, I think is what it's called, and then you start it again. You do one more fight, you un- you get that special fight. So it expedites it much more. And what you do is you can make custom rules. So I would I would actually put a one life game, two players, and I'd have the second player. I would just move them, make them fall off the edge, and die. Boom, fight. And I had this maximized time frame where I was just unlocking characters. Non-stop. Oh shit! Yeah, and so uh, I had read about it online, and someone, you know, had mentioned it. I don't remember where it was. I think it was on GameFAQs or something. And I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm gonna try that." I did it, and it works. And I, but the thing is, is it gets repetitive. And then I'm like, I just want to fucking play the game. <laughs> so I play it. And there's like, a, there's a new mode. It's called like World of Light or something like that. And it's like a role-playing type of game. And you go and you fight different uh, fighters with um, different like helpers, and they have di- different like um, say like a lot. I always say like a lot. I realize listening back, but anyways, uh, you fight these characters with different rules, and you know, uh, you start with weapons that you wouldn't normally, and sometimes there's multiple, and it's all these different variations, and it's a it's a cool version of the game. It's fun. It, it gives it a lot more replay, and you can also unlock the fighter that way through that game through just playing it. Certain fights unlock characters. Oh so, shit! Yeah, so the game is amazing. There's tons of replay, and I really want to unlock everyone and just start working because I want to. I want to pick new characters. I want to main Cloud Strife, but I don't know, you know, because there's tiers of fighters like which is in the A tier, the B tier, blah 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 all that. And if you're competitive, you you usually play you know a higher tier character because they're better, stronger. I don't know. Anyways, they, they got better moves. There's a whole science move to things it. or whatever. Okay. And anyway, so. Um, I want to kind of learn characters like in and out, like, you know, put it on the hardest difficulty and defeat, you know, an eight man smash. So I'll, I'll probably get there, but it's a process. And right now I'm kind of just having fun with it. So until I like master it. Yeah. And, and I want to do that cause I want to play it competitively. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just a process and I'm just kind of like, starting out. Slow so like, competitively like, as in, uh, like 
They have like Madden tournaments and yeah, stuff. They, they, they have local stuff for that too. I went to a um, shocker nerd um, confession here. Everyone went to a Magic the Gathering tournament. Oh, dude, and, we gotta yeah. we gotta ha- we gotta do an episode where we talk about that shit because oh, no. I used to be so into Magic yeah, the Gathering in high school. Uh-huh. I'm like my my best friend Chris. We uh, I still have all my fucking Magic. Cards, I do dude. too. I I started from uh, I think revised was the which was like the third or fourth edition of Magic in ah. the '90s. Or was it the 90s? Yeah, no, it was, no, it was, it was in the 90s that the Magic 90s, yeah. was in because I was in high school when, mm-hmm. when we started. Or maybe it was middle school. One of those days, but my buddy, like, he brought over, like, enough cards that, like, yeah. you know, we could both play. Uh-huh. And then, like, oh, I was fucking hooked. Like, I was, it, like, trying it, it to was, spend so was, much money on these packs and shit yeah, to, like, yeah. open them and get it. And, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's evolved a lot, and I think it's a lot easier to get into now. Um, but, yeah, it's fun. Um, I enjoyed it. But anyways, when I went to this tournament... Uh, there was a Smash Brothers tournament in the same room. It was like a Magic slash Smash tournament. Different, you know, they, they did their tournament and we did ours, but uh, it was just a bunch of TVs set up with a bunch of GameCubes. I think they might have had a few Wiis in there, and they just uh, went around, like, bracket style and battled everyone, and somebody won, and they won a prize or something. I don't know. And... Um, it was cool. So, so sir, I, you get this brand new fresh pocket protector and a sleeve for your well, comic book. Well, we already know that you have Smash Brothers, so <laughs> you, Jesus Christ, you better that yeah. you better have a friend who's really understanding if you're gonna get competitive. <laughs> but, hey, man, I'm gonna stay over at your house for like a week and practice. So I, yeah, I um, wanted to get into that eventually. You know, I, just if I dedicate enough, then it might be just another cool project to do. You know, to add that to hey, the man, repertoire. I, I, I I am no better. I mean, I get the new FIFA game every year because I'm yeah. into, I'm into. There's a competitive scene for that too. There there is, and I'm like I'm into football. Um, in America, we call it soccer, but yeah. in the rest of the world, it's called football. But uh, I play I play the hell out of that game, and that almost kind of ties in with late with that one. Truth bomb, <laughs> but uh, that kind of fits in also with um, the Magic the Gathering because like remember how excited you'd get when you you know you'd you'd get a pack mm-hmm. like a booster pack yep. and you'd open it up and you're like oh my god what am I gonna get oh fucking mm-hmm. gonna be something and awesome you, and you're it like, was like you would get one rare you mm-hmm. would get like two or three uncommons and then the rest would be all commons common. yeah and and it was I liked that because you were always guaranteed one rare you know mm-hmm. and so like you would just be so pumped to get it well mm-hmm. FIFA what they do is they have what's called a ultimate team and you have to uh, earn different things through gameplay on mm-hmm. there, and you can uh, you get credits and whatnot. And then you can also just if you wanted to be. Is it a play to win structure or a pay to win structure? It can be. So you can just buy the packs if you want, mm-hmm. but you you can you are awarded packs and players and stuff through gameplay. So okay. kind of like how you have to unlock characters for this. Like if you do uh, compete, uh, complete a certain number of games mm-hmm. or you beat it on a certain level or whatever, you get these coins that you can purchase the packs with. And, did, and okay, the packs have they have teams, players, they, they have costumes. they have managers, players, ball, uh, different uh, kind of soccer balls. Do the managers um, affect like your stats? It can, yes. Okay. And so, like, what will happen is, um, I actually watch a guy because I watch a, a Manchester United channel, and he plays like uh, he's got also got a FIFA channel mm-hmm. that where he'll play. Like online with the ultimate teams and stuff. So, but like, I can't just be like, you know what? I want Neymar on my team. Like, you don't just, oh, I'm gonna take that guy. Like, you have to get him in a pack. So, oh, you wow. through all the packs you open, mm-hmm. um, sometimes you get it's called a walkout, and that is one of the big players. Like, and you'll see like, you know, like 
fireworks go off and oh, they come shit, walking okay. out there like their avatar and stuff and it's like you know you unlocked you know Ronaldo you can purchase this for real money as well yeah like I said content. it's just like a lot of these with the downloadable contents like you could just be a cunt and just you know to have a bunch of money and just buy your stuff yeah but I'm like for me I like to do it for you know the love I do it for the love of the game okay okay I'm, like I do it for the spirit I just love to play and it's it's interesting too because your squad improves with the you know the the better players that you get and you can also like because you get like coins and then you get um like something else that they call it I forget what it is but like basically you can and you can sell players because you'll get these packs and you're like yeah dude I have like six of this guy mm-hmm. and you can sell it or whatever and oh, then, really? and then you can recoup that and put it into buying like players on your own and stuff. Oh, so shit. it's it, it's just different, but yeah, like that's kind of the same thing where you're trying to like build towards something, mm-hmm. and then like the competitive online community is insane. Yeah, um, on that too, I, I think this is happening over in Europe or something uh, with loot boxes because there's a lot of games that have random loot boxes where you're not guaranteed anything. You can get a loot box of you know crap, or you can get a loot box with something good, something okay, and a bunch of other crap. And I don't know, it was a whole thing. Um, and um, I remember it being a big deal with EA when they released Battlefront 2, I believe, and a lot of the characters to, that were better characters, you could either pay to unlock them, or it would require like an absurd amount of game time to unlock it. And so basically, I think um, the the entity that's, that's in charge of regulating gambling got involved because it's uh, kids are buying you know all these online coins for loot boxes when they're not guaranteed anything and um, whoever the spokesperson was for the other side kind of made an argument well it's the same thing with like magic the gathering cards and you know and the thing is is it's not because like I said with magic you're guaranteed one rare two uncommons and then however many commons with a loot box in a video game you're not guaranteed anything so it's it's technically it could be gambling. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know that it's necessarily gambling. I just think that video game companies like really need to take a th- take a second, take a tick, think about it, and go. Do we want to continue this format? And maybe because you know we were talking about different times, different generations. Well, it's like, money, dude. They've lost people like me. Mm-hmm. I'm of the mindset. I don't pay for down downloadable content. I refuse because I'm like. You made me pay 60 bucks just to get this game, yeah. and now you're going to tell me that I have to download for 10 bucks, download this for mm-hmm. that. You know, pay you additional money to enjoy the game more. Yeah. Well, guess what? I paid you 60 bucks when I bought video games back in the day. They were expensive for the time. You know, I think I got like Super Mario Brothers three. I think it was like forty bucks, uh-huh. and that was like, oh shit! Like this, this is gonna break the bank, son. Yeah, I think every every generation of newer system, mm-hmm. the games went up because yeah. Super Nintendo games weren't forty bucks. Some of them were, but some of them were also sixty bucks. Yeah, you know. And then as I think as the format got cheaper when it went to disc form, I think they kind of stagnated at sixty bucks because it's a disc of you know it's a, it's a lot cheaper to create a disc game than it is to create a cartridge game you know and not to like just keep going back to fifa but like they have you know like you can get you know the fifa game which is what i get every year every year i buy the new fifa game and i play it Mm -hmm. but then you can get like the silver edition and it gives you you know a few more things here or you get the gold edition and the gold edition is a hundred bucks you know or whatever comes with a map (laughs) you know and i'm just like okay so you've already got three tiers of the fucking game itself Uh uh-huh and then you want me to pay for downloadable content on top of that. I'm like, sometimes the ultimate edition includes the downloadable content. Too. Some of it. Sometimes, but like not it, always. Right. And so I'm just like, to me, I'm like, look, 
you've already got my money. Mm-hmm. I've paid for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I should be able to play what is available like for this De- game. Destiny did that. But then the thing is, is like, ga- with games with Destiny, because I never played the sequel. I played the first one. I didn't buy any of the expansions. But once the expansions got released, I was like, I can't get back into this unless I buy the expansions because all my friends are going to want to play those courses that are new and I'm not going to have access and I'm going to be left out. So I'm not even going to get back into it. That's been my mindset with a few other games in the past too when they release some sort of expansion pack and I'm just like, I don't know if it's worth it to me and I just switch to another game. So it's a double-edged sword sometimes. Me personally, and I'm sure that's happened to other people that just didn't want to upgrade and didn't think it would hold enough worth of whatever the new expansion. And sometimes the expansions are almost the same price as the damn game. And that's and that's really what it get, comes down to is that, you know, again, that'd be like if I go to see a movie, mm-hmm. okay, and, you know, you pay like the 10, 12 bucks or whatever if you go see it, you know, at night. You pay the money, you're getting in there. And you're watching like half of the movie, and then they're like, okay, intermission. If you would like to continue watching this movie with the new, new, new expanded content, pay another $27 or, you know, pay an extra five, and you can see the rest of the movie. It's like, dude, I paid for the movie. Well, yeah, but you paid for the standard edition of the movie, and we're gonna be showing the new upgraded version of the movie, so now you gotta pay more money. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, that's like, what, what other forms of life does that work? It doesn't. Movies and video games. Yeah, I just I, I'm just like, come on, man. All right, but that's my, that's enough of me bitching about video games and yeah. how they're gonna, you know, screw me over with the downloadable content. But that is funny that Jamie thought that just yep. the dude. And then it's, it's even crazier that you knew that. I guy. know. And he came back at like a day later. I didn't. I still didn't realize it was him. And then he was like, he once he said the name of the store, the cross streets. I was like, that was freaking you, wasn't it? Because <laughs> I didn't see him in the store, so the odds of it of it being him went up. <laughs> he's all, yep, yep. Yeah. So. Ah, snap. Um, what else we got, man? We got um, a segment that we that I, I had messaged you about a new segment. Yes, I thought you did. it would be cool. I said, uh, oh, we should do this thing where uh, we talk about the meme of the week, and it's just a meme that we saw that week because our feeds, I'm sure yours, is filled with just memes. Pretty and, much that's all, all some, Facebook is besides you know angry rants and stuff. Now. Some of them are just great, so... Uh, and then they get buried, and then they're gone forever. So let's just immortalize them just a little bit more in this segment. So the one that I got, um, it was a meme, and we're going to post these on the Facebook page. Uh, we'll, we'll get them on the Instagram, so if you guys want to check it out too. Um, but mine was, um, I had it up, and now I can't find it. But I posted it on my page, and I have to get onto my computer to repost it to the uh, Facebook, I think. I, I, I already got oh, you. you. got it? Okay, so it's a, so it's a, it's a GIF here, or it's not a GIF. It's a GIF. I, I don't even know anymore. Okay. I just, all... Don't you dare say GIF. Can but I get... It... Can, can, you kids have the new GIF out there? Yeah, you kids and your GIFs nowadays. The, pe- the peanut butter and the GIF. So it's it's a picture of Donald Trump, or it's a video, and he's walking by a bunch of reporters, and the GIF looks like it's getting glitchy, but he actually morphs into Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat, whose <laughs> power was that he could shift into other people, and he was, you know, was in the movie and everything. Great movie, by the way. Love Mortal Kombat. The sequel was also okay. Uh, I don't know if I saw the sequel. I know I definitely saw the first Mortal one. Kombat Annihilation? Well, I probably did. Oh, man. I That's, probably it, did. And now I always like those series because they continued one right after the other. The end of the first movie is the beginning of the second movie. And they released all the new characters in the game Mortal Kombat 2. Because I think at the time, Mortal Kombat 2 might have been out when the first movie came out. And everyone's like, oh, this doesn't have any of the new characters, you know? And, uh, Do you remember when Mortal Kombat came out 
and everybody was like, I mean, if you, I, like I, I tried playing it the other day, and I'm like, this looks like shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the for blood it's, for its time. For man. its time it was awesome, but I'm just saying like the blood yeah. is just kind of like flowing, you know what I mean? It's just like it's, it, with today's video games, you know what I mean? You're looking at you're like, "Oh my god, this is absolute shit." Yeah, you but punch I'm like someone to knock that much blood out of them, they're not getting back up. Yeah. But I'm like, but now like, you know, back in the day it was like, "Is Mortal Kombat too violent?" Oh, is it, yeah. you know, and like there was this big old thing, people were crying about it. Oh, I yeah. love it. But yeah. that yeah, I saw yeah. that dude. I <laughs> I just thought it was clever because it's... And I hadn't uh, seen that. Like, it's, I like political humor. <laughs> dude, I do too. But uh, So that that was your meme of the week. Yep, yep. Let's, let's hear about yours. <laughs> so mine, which again, you can see ours on Instagram and our Facebook page, but mm. um, it's a picture of Vince Vaughn just... He's devouring ice cream. I mean, he's shoving it in his mouth and he's getting all into it. Yeah. And then right I'm next to him... Right okay. Wait. And then... Uh, so right next to him... It is a picture of Owen Wilson. He's actually in the same picture. Did you post this on the Instagram? Yes, okay, I did. That's where I'm going. Uh, and he uh, and that one uh, on the Instagram, they're side by side. Facebook wouldn't let oh, me do okay. it because uh, yours is considered a video, and I uh, couldn't do a video yeah. and a picture because apparently Facebook sucks. But whatever. Okay. Well, it's, you have, you swipe through it on the uh, Instagram. Oh, yeah, on the Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So oh, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, and I think the 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 Vince Vaughn one. It looks like it looks like it cropped it. They might have. Yeah, I think because you get the top part of the meme that says eating pussy because she asked you to, and then it's Owen Wilson. You all you see is like the top of his tongue looks oh. out. You totally cut off the bottom part. Yeah, that's we, all right. We it's, can recrop that, repost it. It's but, cool, yeah. but you know what? So, oh, so basically, like Vince Vaughn, Vince Vince Vaughn is just burying his face in this ice cream, yeah. and then Owen Wilson is just like dabbing it with his tongue, like, uh, uh, and that's supposed to convey the difference between eating wanting to, wanting to, and fucking just doing, doing it because because she, yeah. she's made you do it. Oh yeah. Oh god. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, I saw that in one and I couldn't stop laughing. Well, uh, for the millennials, it could be eating ass too. So. Dude, what the fuck? I know there's I work with all these like 20 something year old kids. Oh no. And that's like all they fucking talk about really? is eating ass. Shut the fuck up. Dude, I swear to god. I that was just a funny joke that people said. No, that shit is the truth, son. As a matter of fact, this kid I work with well, which that I won't. shit is truth. <laughs> This kid I work with, it was so funny. Like uh, uh, one of his buddies that works there too, he was like, "Hey, he goes, hey man, that guy really like he loves to eat ass." He's like, "Watch, fuck with him, tell him you do too, and watch him like watch his eyes light up, and he'll be like, you do too, awesome, yeah, you're one of us." <laughs> and so uh, me being you're a like dick, I've infiltrated their base, <laughs> I fucking totally did it too. I couldn't stop laughing at this kid and the look of absolute horror on his face when I was like, "I would never do that, you fucking gross bastard." I'm like, you're such a degenerate you just admitted to that shit and like dude the look of widespread panic was like oh but i mean i guess in these millennials defense it's like everything like i mean everything is about eating ass nowadays well like it's in like all these rap songs like eat her booty like cereal oh yeah like shit toss my salad like romaine (laughs) and i'm like that one you might want to take that one out after the the this the romaine yeah, salad you scare you. E. coli from either of those things. <laughs> Maybe that's how the E. coli started. Somebody was mixing a mixing a Caesar salad yeah. in somebody's booty. This is great. Oh Jesus. Yes. Um. So yeah. Uh, but also, and also with uh, so this week we we wanted to unveil the the new segment uh, meme of the week. 
So uh, each week, me and Jeff will, uh, you know, select a, a, what the funniest meme we saw for the week was. And uh, in the comment section, please throw your uh, the funniest ones that you've seen yeah, out there to all our listeners, them. and uh, we'll try to pick uh, the f- the funniest one. We'll get together and vote on it and uh, see what the funniest one of the week was, and uh, we'll give you a shout out on the uh, on the next episode. Awesome, cool, can't wait. Um, the next thing I w- I just wrote down a shit ton of stuff that just popped into my mind because that's kind of how the trend is nowadays uh, with uh, how. I think that's just the theme of our show, to be yeah, honest. That, yeah, that's kind of like where I wanted to be. Um, that's where I was going with that. Uh, and tw- I, I put 23 in me because um, I was, uh, I can't remember if I heard, I think I heard it on another podcast about how people are doing 23 and me and they're being, um, they're realizing that they're actually like uh, their father isn't their biological father. And it's like a big problem. Oh, shit. Yeah. So people are finding out, oh, I'm half Italian and I'm half African. Not necessarily, you know, but or half, you know, European and half Irish. Like, neither of you guys are from either of these countries. And it's, they sometimes they know and sometimes they didn't know. I think it was a Reddit thread, actually. Is this some, so, so basically 23andMe is fucking dry snitching on parents who yeah. are like, yo, you're our kid. Yeah, and some people are, they're, they're destroying their families over it. So, uh, warning out there, if you're going to do a 23andMe, be prepared. Be prepared for something, you know, some crazy news. But I don't know. I just thought that was fucking funny. So. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because, like, they've been in the news a lot recently because um, <clears throat> I'm trying to remember that you can tell how much research I did. And I read the article, but I didn't bother to, like, crop it out. because I read the title. I got it. Yeah. No. <laughs> I read the whole fucking article. But the crazy part of what it was is, like, I didn't even think. I was like, ah. It was one of those things. I was like, hey, we should mention it on the podcast. But, like, so 23andMe just got, uh, like, it was something like 300 million, like, uh, part Billion. Of, of their stock. Uh got purchased by a pharmaceutical company. Oh, wow. And what they're doing is... Okay. is when, the when, T-virus. When you was the company s- umbrella. It, I, th- I think it started with a U. But, uh, so basically, when you spit into that tube and they collect your DNA, what they're doing is they are looking through your DNA to find out what medicine they can fucking sell you on and try to hook you oh, on. Oh, wow. So, like, people are like, I never gave them permission to use it for this and that. And I'm like, dude, you gave mm. them willingly your DNA. I'm like, isn't it crazy? Like, I think we're, like, maybe a year or two away from the uh, the Terminator. Yeah. The, the T1, the, the, the take Skynet's over. taken yeah. over. I mean, look, we, we were like, hey, man, I think the FBI is listening to me. Uh-huh. And now we have all these Echo oh, got, Dots and Alexa. An, oh, yeah, they Alexa listen right to us. right over there. I got one Alexa. in my bedroom. What time is it? Is that bitch on break? It's 11.57 uh, She's always on the clock. Oh, there you go. Hey, That joke was multi-level, bitches. <laughs> but no, yeah, like, so, like, everybody was concerned about, like, you know, people listening to him and privacy, and then what happens? And fucking and, sh- and, world, and, and, yeah. and, and now everybody's like, hey. <laughs> the you world's know. taken over by 23andMe. Look out, folks. You, hey. you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. <laughs> I know, I was looking for that. that one. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, oh God, that man. That was fucking loud. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry for your eardrums, kids. Yeah, let me turn that shit down. Anyways, so, um, yeah, dude, 23andMe, that was the one thing that I wrote down. What else did I put? Oh, ah, this one's stupid, man. What do you got? No, fucking okay, do it. Right. Stupid or not, let's flow with it. I, I like stupid. I put, what is your phone's nickname? Did you give your phone a nickname? No. Do it's people fun. do that? Yeah, dude. Mine's, mine's the Max iPhone. 
the Max iPhone. Yeah, so, I liked it. So when I Bluetooth it to uh, a Bluetooth uh, stereo, like in a car or something, mm-hmm. it pops up and it's named the Max iPhone, and it saves it in the list of you know devices that have been Bluetooth connected. No shit. Yeah, dude. Yours, you don't even know yours. I think you can go into the set. You have Android. Yeah. Yeah, you can go into the settings and change it. I'll just. Uh, it'll probably just be the same thing. Like uh, Scribby is my is my family nickname because uh, my last name is impossible to pronounce. Yeah. So I've it, never messed up your it, last name, Mister Skilbik. Yeah. See exactly. <laughs> I've lived that. I, I remember. You know, I have no. There's no S K I in my name, and yeah. at the end of my last name especially. But I remember like when I was in middle school, and like they would do the announcements. When I was on the basketball team, they would like list like the you know the scores or whatever for that game. And I'm like, and Leo Skrpowski, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like in class, like there's no ski at the end of my name. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh man, I've gotten oh, so many shit. like, and usually like when I'm in public somewhere, like you know, like they're calling out like roll and stuff, and they'll be like, uh, and I just raise my hand as soon as I hear that uh, I'm like, uh, is the first name Leo? And they're like, as a matter of fact, it is. And I'm like, yeah, it's oh, I'm right here. Uh, like, so mine life. would just be like Scribby's phone or something. I don't know the Mac, the Max phone. I like that yeah. though. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh shoot, uh, they used to mess my name up too. They'd say Mickintosh, and I used to fucking it used to bother me. I know who cares, right? <laughs> Mickintosh. Yeah. Like, like, Jesus have Christ! A seat over there, son. <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> Leo walks there. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Check this shit out. No, but I'm like Mickintosh. Like I never would have. I'm like. That's fucking almost oddly racist. <laughs> How dare you? In this climate, except it was in the 80s, so it was acceptable back then. Ah. Nowadays, though, I'd have a lawsuit on my hands. Yeah. A little five-year-old me. Um, <laughs> what is what is your dream job, Leo? You, <sighs> you, mean, bes- you, mean, anyway. you mean besides being a porn star? Yeah, um, besides that, of course. Well, yeah. I even wrote that on here. Besides, I just didn't read it out loud. Yeah, well, that's good. Um no, I mean obviously for me it's it, it would be uh, to be a stand up comic to where I get, actually could just full-time? do full time. Yeah, um, that would be my dream job. Mm-hmm. Um, what's yours? What would you What would you do? You know, uh, something in the video game realm. I'm guessing. Uh, I I don't know if like a professional gamer would actually make me happy. I think I'd eventually get tired of it. Um, but um, I always wanted to be either a radio DJ or um, what was the I'm trying to think like. How to, I don't know, like I like in business for myself, like as long as it was a job that like when I woke up, uh, I didn't go, oh, I don't want to go to work today. That was my dream job. Whatever it was, open to the possibility, but I would love to be a radio DJ. But I don't think they make a lot of money. Well, um, probably like not. Huge. But you know, but, but you know, the great thing is, is yeah. like. This is a close second. I was, I was saying, I was like, I was like we're, yeah. we're pretty much radioing it yeah. right now. We just don't have the music we're part. We're phoning it in. <laughs> Coming up next on the line, caller number six wins yeah. tickets to the Monster Truck Jam. Yeah, someone else would have to be in charge of the uh, soundboard. Hopes uh, and dreams. <laughs> yeah, no, that was just... Uh, I don't know. I was thinking about that. I'm like, I know when I was when I was a kid, like fifth and sixth grade, I used to play basketball a lot. Like, I mean, that's all I did. Basketball mm-hmm. was life. And I remember, you know, nobody had told me that I was white yet. No. Um. So when I was in sixth grade, it was like I'm gonna play in the NBA one day mm-hmm. as a six foot two white kid. Mm, no, chances are not. <laughs> uh, if I wanted to be white and playing in the NBA, I better have been seven foot tall. So. Thank you, genetics, for fucking crushing that dream. 
Plus, I couldn't hit a three to fucking save my life. I was more of an inside guy, but... I, I as a kid, I always would say that I wanted to be a lawyer. And I think me too. The only basis behind that was my parents telling me, you should be a lawyer. You want to be a lawyer. You will. You should be a lawyer. Maybe they were hoping that I could get, be rich and give them money. I'm assuming that's what it was for. Maybe not. I <laughs> actually... I think it would make me happy to be a lawyer. You know, I actually, that was that was something that I was thinking of pursuing. I did a teen court, actually, here in Tucson. Oh, yeah, you told I me about that. I was a teen that. attorney for like six, Man, seven years. Like a sitcom if I ever smelled one. Yeah, and it was, <laughs> dude, it was awesome. But I remember the day that I finally, I think, realized that like either I was going to become a horrible person if I became a lawyer mm-hmm. or I better not become one was we had a... Uh, a special guest come in, and he was uh, the leader of the Arizona Bar Association. And he sat all us teen attorneys around, and he was like, okay, I have this. <laughs> teen attorneys? Yeah, teen attorneys. Uh-huh. These the teen attorneys, and he asked us this question. He said, I want an answer, an honest answer from all of you, and then, you know, uh, we'll talk about it. So he basically put, phrased the question as this. He said, you are Jeffrey Dahmer. That's how old long ago this was. You are Jeffrey Dahmer's defense attorney. And you find out all of the evidence that they, the police gathered against him, all the, the body parts and all that stuff that was in his house. Mm-hmm. The police did not have the proper search warrant when they went in and seized all that stuff. So all you have to do is you file one motion and every single bit of evidence against Jeffrey Dahmer is dropped. Uh-huh. Now, you know he's guilty as fuck. You know this. But the police didn't follow proper procedure. What do you do? So he's going around the table and everybody's like, no way, like, no way, can't, can't, like, this. he's got to go to this pen, is evil. And then it got to me, and I was like, I filed the injunction, and he gets off. And he was like, why would you say that? And I said, because my, my, my responsibility is to my client, and the police's responsibility is to follow the rules of, of procedure. I said, they didn't do their job, so he gets off scot-free. And the guy was like, you're going to make a fine damn defense attorney one day. And I think it was at that moment I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Because I was, you know, I, I would always thought to myself, like, how would I feel if I had done my job as his attorney getting him off? And then mm-hmm. he, you know, butchered six more people. Like, I would feel like shit. So I think it was at that point I was like, mm-hmm. I would be too good at this. And I better like, just I'm fucking sit. The, the world, I'm going right. to save this world out and sit this yeah. one out. And I'm going to just uh, tell dirty jokes and whatnot. So uh, Much better. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, shoot. Now so, I'm only offending people. Beautiful. So what do you got, man? You got you so down- so speaking of offended, mm-hmm. and then also talking about the past, also because we were saying how things were acceptable back in the day. Um, so Kevin Hart was supposed to uh, host the Oscars. Yeah, you know the annual fucking. Let's just be called what the Oscars what they are. They're okay, annual. Wait. They're a. Uh, a Hollywood yeah. jerk fest yeah. about like oh this, circle jerk. this movie was about something so oh we're gonna give this person an award like I would wish I could go but yes yeah well I mean it would be I fun. mean well yeah yeah I just yeah. I, I would want to go just so I could hang out with the celebrities but I don't give yeah. a shit about the awards they usually give them to people who you know like I look who's nominated I'm like okay like those people were way better than who won it's mm-hmm. all political and it's stupid but anyways so Kevin Hart was supposed to host it yeah because uh, Ricky Gervais did it. Two years. Yes, ago, and, and then, then and Ricky Gervais got in trouble because he made a uh, he dead named Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, Caitlyn Jenner. Wait, oh yeah, what? Bruce fucking Jenner. Wait, what did he do? He okay. So he talks about in his stand up special where he dead named her. So a dead naming is uh-huh. if you uh, are a trans person and let's say you know you're Bruce Jenner and you have a wiener mm-hmm. or what am I what am I six you have a dick okay. and then you decide to not have a dick and change uh-huh. yourself to a woman well, well you I'm are in the math here you Go are on. to never 
mention their previous name because that they are not that person. She is Caitlyn Jenner. Uh-huh. And so he made a joke. He said, you know, I've gone through a lot of changes this year, not as much as Bruce Jenner. Uh-huh. And that was it. I That's thought that was funny. Dead naming? Yes, it is. Apparently. Is that a trans term? I, I don't know who said it, but apparently somebody who it's I'm, add look, that to the list of fucking words that, that I you just, just have to know now. Yeah, right. <laughs> but anyways, so Kevin Hart was uh, was announced he was going to host the the Academy Awards. Well, then someone took it upon themselves to go back through all of Kevin Hart's tweets. Mm. And find tweets from nine years ago. Not a stand-up special, not a movie he was in, uh-huh. but tweets. Tweets in which he was in a uh, like a uh, an interaction with a bunch of friends, and he was saying some homophobic or wrong things. Okay, uh, you know he was like. Oh, you know, why you got so many pictures of me on your phone? Like, is that because you're a big fat fag? Uh-huh. And like, well, how th- long ago was this? Nine years ago. And okay. then I think the 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 newest one was in like 2011. Okay. Now Kevin Hart, this had been brought up previous, previous too, and he had apologized for these things mm-hmm. years ago. Okay. But yet again, because he was doing something that was so big as to be hosting the Academy Awards, somebody decided to roast him again. So the Academy called him and was like, you can either not host it mm-hmm. or you can apologize. And Kevin Hart chose the latter and he's no longer hosting it. And he oh, wow. said it's not that he thinks what he said was right, wrong, or indifferent. But what his point was, was I already apologized for this. This was nine years ago that I said these things. I'm a different person now mm-hmm. than I am today. Why, why would the Academy Awards even care? Because somebody scoured it, somebody wrote a fucking article, somebody threw a hissy fit, and yet again, we're going to be robbed of something that could be considered funny, and I don't, I'm of the the mindset, but go ahead. I was going to say, a lot of the times, um, media outlets will say, oh, people are outraged over this thing. But you ever, like, wonder, like, is anyone really outraged, or did they just say this? So now we're following this... Uh, method this you know algorithm that must be followed this mathematical equation uh, mm-hmm. um, that after something happens this next thing has happened no who cares he said it okay you already apologized who the fuck cares go on keep him as the host don't let this affect your decision at all because people really don't care but someone is creating this narrative where people do care do people really care and you know what if one person cares but Two million people don't care? Why does that one person that cares outweigh the people that don't give a shit? Who the fuck cares? They, you might lose one customer, but now you're, you gain two million others? Like, who the fuck cares, you know? It's a stupid saying, but it's true. They say the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah. So these people who are outraged are being rewarded for their outrage mm-hmm. instead of like you know. But the, you know what? Who it's it's whoever's first to the outrage that mm-hmm. gets the fucking credit. So you were first to create the outrage. Okay, now whether people like you or hate you or support you or don't support you anymore, you your name is out there. So now you win. You you get this one, and you just ruined fucking someone's career or the the you know Academy Award or whatever. Or maybe it's not going to have any effect. 
at all, which it shouldn't. It's it's dumb. We've become oversensitive. Uh, and I don't want to say we. We haven't become oversensitive. No, man, you haven't. The, the I'm pe- sure most of our listeners haven't pe- either. People out there aren't really this sensitive. So when you hear this shit like, oh, uh, they, they're taking baby, you know, it's cold outside off the radio. Did you hear about that crap? Just, <sighs> that's dumb. It's stupid. And nobody really cares. Name me one radio station that actually took that song off the air. Do you know of any? I don't. I don't listen to the radio. But I definitely read that there were radio stations taking it off, so it must be true, right? No, it's not. Nobody gives a shit. The song's a fucking husband singing to his wife at at a party when they didn't want to leave. Has nothing to do with like shit that's going on nowadays. It was written, you know, fifty years ago, and no one really cares. But the thing is, is people repost this shit on Facebook constantly because that's where we all get our news from. Mm-hmm. And when someone blindly makes a claim like, this is how you should react. This is how people are per- perceiving this. This is what happened when what happened might not even have happened. Or it happened you just read the headline. Different. Nobody reads the article. Pe- Nobody cares. People people are not outraged at the song, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Well, the, the, I, I, I'm making that claim right now. Nobody cares. Find me one person out there, anyone. Post on the Facebook or whatever. Find me one person, I dare you. Nobody cares. So, But but for us to be rate outraged over this imaginary thing that didn't happen, that's, that's the emotion that's being brought out of you, you know, inorganically from reading something on the internet. And this is just a way, this is my conspiracy theory right here. No, this is just a way for, for someone out there to make you think a specific way. Mm-hmm. Whether you, you are against it or for it, you're, now for you're against more it. against it or you're more for it. Now, because of this. So mm-hmm. it strengthened that bond that you had with an emotion, a feeling, a thought, a way you think about something, an opinion, and without even making any effort. You know, I personally, because like supposedly what I heard... And the article that I read about it was uh, whoever is uh, a, a he- the head of the Me Too movement or what have you, that's what that's where the outrage supposedly uh, be- was born, where it began. Supposedly? Was it really, though? I have no idea. That's yeah. the whole thing. But yeah. my, my, my what thing, if the head my, of the my, Me my Too thing, movement came out and said, I don't even give a shit. And now it's like, Whoa. Well, that would be fucking awesome of them to do, yeah. to be honest. Because here, here's the thing. The Me Too movement is a, is a, is a necessary movement. You know, the Harvey Weinsteins of this world, these sick fucking bastards, like, they need to be held accountable. It's not okay, Mm -hmm. okay? But you can take it too far, and what happens is, is when you take shit too far, when a real problem comes up and a real cause for concern, you have watered down your argument so much. We're already there. Nobody gives a shit. I think we're already there. I, well, I, th- I'm there. Well, yeah, but I'm you, there for sure. It, you know, from a higher perspective, as opposed to, you know, uh, a witch hunt, a Salem witch hunt, burn the witch. She's a witch, and without even getting a trial. You know? And that's what, to me, this Kevin Hart thing is. Okay, uh-huh. I read the tweets. Were they funny? Fuck no, they weren't funny. They weren't intelligent. They weren't well thought out. They were ignorant. Wasn't it just him and his buddies fucking around? It, but it was him and his buddies fucking around on the internet. Uh, but my problem that I had with it is that people people change. Okay, When I was 18 years old, I was an ignorant person. Now, I was not ignorant because of my mom, my dad. Nobody taught me to be that way. It was the group of friends that yeah. I had hung around where, to me, I was uncomfortable around gay people. I really was. Yeah. And at 18 years old... Like, I would want to punch 18-year-old me in the face right. if grown-up me could do that. Go back in time and just be like, you're being a fucking idiot. 
So I was uncomfortable. I didn't know how to deal with the situation and like seeing two guys kiss or two girls kiss like that just kind of made me uncomfortable mm-hmm. when I was 18. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I had an awakening. I grew up by the time I was not even 19. That was only a year. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Like they're people. They're just like me. They just are attracted to the same sex. Mm-hmm. Like why would that be such an issue or make me uncomfortable? That's so dumb. So I learned to not be like that. I have tons of friends who are gay, lesbian, transgender. Like it doesn't that none of that makes me uncomfortable anymore. So my whole thing is is that Kevin Hart is being roasted and burned at the stake from something he said nine years ago mm-hmm. when he was fucking around with his friends. Now, if I said the N word effing around with my friends, I would fucking be crucified. Yeah. You know? So I get the sentiment, but again, this was nine <sighs> years ago. This had been dredged up before he's apologized to before so he basically just came out and was like look i'm not going to continue to apologize for something that past me said way back there right. i apologized when it first you know came out that everybody had a problem with it and i'm and i'm refusing to do it so you know <laughs> i'm like i saw a few white celebrities who were like oh, you know, I am glad that the, you know he's not doing it. Like they weren't backing him up, and of course, uh, some of the black community is behind him. I'm a part of the white community, and I'm right with Kevin Hart. I'm sorry. I'm like I don't agree with the things that he said, mm-hmm. but again, he wasn't up there like giving a Nazi rally speech about how like people are shouldn't be yeah, fags and this and that. Like another, it's you know, it's another thing that people are better. trying to like burn people at the stake for something that they they said years ago. I'm yeah. like our president said I'll grab them by the pussy. Yeah, it's oversensitivity. And for what sure. is he? The president of the United States. Yeah. I'm like he called John McCain a fucking loser because he got captured during war. Right. Like this guy is our president. Mm-hmm. So you're going to tell Kevin Hart, "Hey man, Remember that shit you said nine years ago? Well, you can't fucking host an award show, but you could be president. Yeah. (laughs) Like, come on, man. Just get over it. But, uh, you know, uh, people like D.O. Hughley, uh, I saw videos from him, Snoop Dogg, uh, Redman, Gary Owen, who came out in support of Kevin Hart. And, you know, I throw my support behind him, too. I don't agree with, like I said, with what he said, but that was in the past, and I'm not going to... You know, burn Kevin hard at the stake. I'm not going to not go see his movies or watch his stand-up now mm. because I know he said a naughty word or, or had a different view that he shouldn't have had back then. Like, I give him the benefit of the doubt until proven otherwise that he has changed. Yeah. Because I can change, everybody can... I don't want to sound like, oh, if I could change, everybody can change. You know, throw back to Rocky <laughs> Four. But I'm just saying, man. Like, come on, people. Like, let's just... Let, let's, let's stop looking for... Uh, the Salem witch hunts to reoccur and start burning people at the stake for stuff that, like, you know, let's let's really get after the people who deserve it, you know? Like, let's go after the president for being who he is. Let's, you know, go after, you know, people for what really matters. Like, let's not, let's not just keep attacking celebrities, comedians, you know? And it's mostly comedians that get, that get this shit. They get yeah. roused about it. And I'm like, actually, Nick Cannon had his back, too. And he went back and found past tweets yeah. from... Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman, who is in uh, Ralph Rex the Internet. Hello, Disney. She's said, uh, you know, the word faggot and mm-hmm. in tweets and stuff before. Like, Kevin Hart is the not, he's not the first and he's not going to be the last person yeah. to post something like that like, like on a any, tweet. Well, or like 
Eddie Murphy Raw, you know, go back and watch that. <laughs> He's like, faggot this, faggot that. And people still laugh at it. It's funny. It's it was a different time and it's like it's 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 weird. You shouldn't get oversensitive over something in the past that uh, like. you, you you have to look at things through a prism. Yeah. And it's the past. I'm like me and my friend, we were watching uh, the movie Forty Eight Hours the other day with uh, Eddie Murphy, funnily mm-hmm. enough, and Nick Nolte. Yeah. So this is a movie, if you haven't seen it, because you're too young to have seen it and you just didn't care to look <laughs> back in time. But this was a movie that took place in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Nick Nolte was a drunk, alcoholic, loser fucking cop who was charged with trying to uh, take down this criminal. And his only lead was a guy that they let out of prison who was a convict who was Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. And they kind of like partnered up. This was before Lethal Weapon. This was the first like buddy cop movie, but it was a cop and a convict. Mm-hmm. I mean, should we like boycott Nick Nolte? Because in this movie, it was one of the racist, most racist movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, throughout the entire movie, Nick Nolte calls him watermelon, uh, a spear chucker, oh, and he man. calls him a nigger like oh. literally 500 times in that movie. Uh-huh. I'm like, they they make fun of like you know, there's an Indian in the movie, the uh, Sunny Landham from um, uh, Predator, mm-hmm. Billy. He was in it, you know, they were talking about his ethnicity. I mean, like, in that movie, they were just attacking everybody. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm like, Eddie Murphy walks up to a woman, which would not be acceptable in a movie today, and he was like, look, if I don't get if I don't get some trim tonight, I'm going to fucking kill somebody. Huh. Like, you know, he's just walking up to this girl basically being like, you need to come across this hotel room and have sex with me because mm. I'm going to lose my shit. Mm. Like, this movie was not, by today's standards, acceptable. I okay. laughed my ass off because it was, back in the day, it was funny at the time. Yeah, it's, yeah, just like you said, perfectly. Uh, look through it, you know, in a prism, because yeah, it's just that's. And just... again, it's entertainment. Like it's not like a TED talk, okay? Uh-huh. Like this isn't people like you know, like I, we we all must kill the Jews. Like no, like that's not funny. That's not acceptable. Yeah, I'm no, like, but it, if... it's a completely different medium. If it's if it's if it's a, a I don't even want to say if it's a joke because other people could use that as an excuse, but it's hard to make that distinction as well too. So what it's it's hard to make a hard stance on it without you know trying to like keep everyone's you know feelings in check. But that's what got us into this mess in the first place. So it's it's not easy. It's rough and and for and this this is the hard part about it when people say you know they don't really know how to handle this type of situation. Stupid shit like Kevin Hart getting you know kicked off is you know is some of the stupid shit that happens and it's it's tough but um you just you just i don't know keep that in mind for the next inevitable you know bad thing that's going to happen and, and just uh remember you know your thought process of the time and, and try to keep it similar well we're, we're doing this podcast so right now I have just eliminated any chance in the future of me hosting the Oscars mm-hmm. because I just shit on the Oscars. Uh-huh. I use the N word in yeah. reference to a movie. I'm like, I use the the F word for mm-hmm. gay people on this on this podcast. So guess what? I am screwed. Yeah. But you know what? Uh. Fine. Like this is how I feel today. I don't care. I don't care. I'm like now in ten years when they bring this up, they're gonna go, hey, what about this thing that you said? And, you're and you know listen. what? And, and you know what I'm gonna say? In ten years, I'm just gonna go go fuck yourself. Yeah. That's it. Go fuck yourself. Beautiful. I'm like, I don't care. I'm done. I'm going to make a, a picture of your face with it. Go fuck yourself right above it. <laughs> That's going to be the new meme. That's going to be your meme for next week. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. um, 
Christmas movies, man. Have you seen any Christmas movies lately, this um, past week? We kind of talk about it all the time, I think, every week leading up to Christmas. Well, fuck yeah, because Christmas is the yeah. shit. I love it. Yep. I'm like, I even found myself, I don't normally, because I hate Christmas music because they start playing it in November, but I'm like, they're playing it at my job, and I'm kind of like, dude, dude, dude. Oh, dude, I'm dude like, I saw it. that picture of you serving in like a Santa shirt ripped open with like muscles painted on and it was it was a it was a onesie that i got oh, at that target was, dude it was, that was pretty legit yeah dude it was awesome so yeah i had a uh, i bartended at a private event last night it was a holiday party and uh i was i stopped into target to get like a like an ugly sweater or something mm-hmm. and they, they were just shitty and i happened to see that in the rack and i was like oh yeah i'm gonna get tons of tips which yep. i did and it worked <laughs> out but yeah i called it the thunder from down under clause yeah and uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just I saw that and I was like, oh, I got to do it. But uh, yeah, Christmas movies. Um, I mean, I obviously I think they need to make some new ones because I just keep rewatching a lot of the old ones. But um, uh, I, we talked about it last week. I was like, I did watch Krumpus. Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, actually, it was that night I went home and I was like, oh fuck <laughs> yeah, I got to watch this movie. Um, but I haven't. They they just keep showing a Christmas story, which you were saying how you liked it. I like it. I yeah, I just yeah. it's on like I've literally like, watching it. But I don't think I got more than 20 minutes in, and then I just started playing Smash Brothers or something. Um, no, what movie I did sit through all the way is Friday, because that's new on Netflix, so I love that movie, quoted all the time. Um, bye, Felicia. Yep. That's yeah. what Kevin Hart needs to say right yep. now to the Academy. Bye, Felicia. Yep, it still works, yeah. And uh, the other movie I watched half of is Elf. And then I made the connection. You know the manager in Elf? The, the black guy and he comes in he's like who there's someone's gunning for my job mm-hmm. he's big worm in Friday yeah that's a, a fate uh god now I can't remember his name yeah what's up big worm yeah exactly I mean big worm <laughs> yeah or uh hey come back that's my I don't know that's like the epic one that I use all the time every day uh, I'm the one I'm all the one that I use especially with everybody getting offended all the time is I'm like, oh he gonna cry in the car oh <laughs> yeah Debo 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 yeah, no, I love the the Friday movies were great. You know, Ice Cube, I love. He's got a new album coming out, and uh, mm-hmm. he's been uh, dropping little like uh, little sound bites here and there, and it sounds like he's got a lot on his mind, and it's gonna be straight fire. And I'm supposedly he's trying to make the last Friday, uh, but that's been rumored for like oh, dude, six I watched, years. I watched um, Chris Tucker's uh, stand up. Yeah. And he talks about it. How about and how he, he didn't get paid? Uh, yeah, he said he didn't get paid, and he doesn't want to do another one. That's he right. Said people keep asking him, and he doesn't want to do it. Yeah, that that, that really caused really a rift. He paid? I don't know if it's real or not. Yeah, I, don't I don't know that man's bank account, yeah. but... Oh, and uh, Faze on Love was the guy. Okay, yeah. I thought so. I was okay. I was about to say Faze on Love, but then I was like, <laughs> man, if, if that's not his name, I'm going to yeah. fucking look like an asshole. But uh, yeah, no, I love Big Worm, and then he was like, hey, can I have my chili Fritos? Can't have shit. Clothes, fat boy. <laughs> Well, give me back my money. Mama! <laughs> my money. <laughs> this is my money now. Uh, but uh, no, then the Friday was great. I really wish that he would, uh, if he makes a new one, uh-huh. uh, I want him to bring his son in it. Because his son w- uh, played Ice Cube in uh, uh, Straight Outta Compton. That's Ice Cube's son. That's Ice Cube's son. O'Shea yeah, yeah. Jackson Jr. Yeah. Uh, he's a great actor. I thought you were, t- <laughs> you were talking about Chris Tucker's son. Oh. God, I, I mean. <laughs> he's got a son? Does he look like him or what? Let's he's fucking like pray. Smokey? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Start twitching and shit. Um, but uh, no, I thought that they should, if they could get Chris Tucker back, that would be awesome. But you got to have Mike Epps. I, you know, when the, when the I Friday. I'm not a fan of Mike Epps. You know what? Because I felt like Smokey was better, so I never really gave him I'll a tell, chance. I'll tell you what, man. I like I, Mike Epps in Resident Evil. I used to be in that camp. When mm-hmm. uh, when the next Friday came out, I was like, oh, man, this ain't shit, man. I'm like, 
fuck this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I don't. It doesn't have smoky, so it's just not as good. Mm-hmm. I think I actually like the next Friday better than I like the first Friday. Now. Really? I'm oh, like, no. Mike Epps is so hysterical. Uh-huh. Like when he's like, you know, he's talking shit. He's got his fucking uh, his uh, his car, and he's like. And I got them 20s on there, and he's like, uh, they 10s. They 10s, but, but they look like 20s. Yeah, but they look like 20s. They, they 10s, but I keep them clean, man. Don't worry about my shit, Craig. Like, he just reminds <laughs> me, like, yeah. that friend that's always trying to hype himself up, but you know I, he's I just I think there's bitch. just more one liners in the original. Oh. So that kind of takes precedence. Hands think, down. And I like Chris Tucker. I'm yeah. like, I, I've. I, it, it's timeless, too. It is. I think oh, it's timeless. So. I still love it. The yeah. movie's great. And I'm like, Nia Long, hello. So, um, other in other movie news, the new Avengers trailer, did you see it? I did, man. And it was funny because I turned on Instagram when I woke up. Yeah. And I follow. All Marvel? of the Avengers. Yeah, I, well, I follow too. Marvel and I follow all of the actors in it. Okay. So like literally the first yeah. like twenty five <laughs> fucking posts was the Avengers trailer. Nice. Um, what did you think about it? Okay, so so I watched it and then I think I watched like a breakdown video of it. Yeah, I did too. So so um, Hawkeye is coming back as Ronin because right. in the comics he comes back as Ronin, turns into Ronin or whatever, and he's got a sword, you know, and he looks pretty badass, all like war torn, different haircut style. Um, and then uh, it shows uh, Ant-Man right at the end. And, you know, you kind of wondered who was going to be the, uh, the I don't know, the, the wrench thrown into the whole thing, which it's obviously still going to be Captain Marvel, which I assume that's how Tony gets rescued. Because at the beginning of the trailer, he's giving his farewell speech to Pepper Potts. I think, uh, and, and Nebula is not with them. Nebula is somewhere else and she puts her hand on someone's shoulder. I don't know who that person is, but it also shows... Uh, Thanos walking through like a field, which is that was actually because I, I, I read the breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was in a comic book. He felt bad and guilt mm-hmm. over what he had done in the comics, so he went to a far off planet, and became a farmer, and he hung up his armor like a scarecrow, which uh, is what you see in the trailer. Okay, so that's actually uh, true to canon, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Cap's beard got snapped off. I made that comment in line <laughs> as well too, and um, so. Supposedly, um, the, the quantum realm has something to do with this because he wasn't, uh, Ant Man wasn't um, affected, you know, because yep. he was in the quantum realm, you know, and at the end of Ant Man and Wasp, it actually shows that point, yeah. you know, after the credits where he's in the quantum realm. But how he gets. But how'd he get out? Yeah, because they had to be on the outside to bring him back and they disappeared, so. Okay, so this is like, you, everybody can make fun of me when this does not, which turns out to okay, not be, not, not to be correct. Bring him on. Okay. But I forget what his, the name was of the... But at the end, you also see the ant playing the drums. Oh, yeah. And I forget, like, because I know it was Anthony in the Ant-Man movie, but I don't remember what that one's uh, name was called or whatever. But anyways, so it's playing the drums. I'm like, uh, I have a feeling that the ant, help go, you know, he, oh. he gets assistance from him to push the button to get him back out of the okay, quantum realm. yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That would it, make sense. And, like, it could be damn near anything. But as watching that trailer, too, was uh, I saw when we were talking about memes. Mm-hmm. I saw a meme last night that had me rolling. It was a picture of Captain Marvel, you know, Brie Larson, yeah. like that. And it says, who y'all thought was going to save the universe? And then it says, oh, who will yeah. actually? And it's Scott Lang in front of the, yeah. the gate where he's like, hey, could somebody buzz me in? Yeah, <laughs> I saw that one too. And I also saw my buddy was like, uh, like something along the lines of, oh, you waited for the trailer. And everyone's going ape shit and you know nothing new than you did, you know, after something along those lines. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that's kind of how it was. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm stoked. I can't I'm wait. hyped as you shit. Know, I heard it's gonna be a really sad one. Um, well, with that, with a lot of the main uh, 
main superheroes contracts running out like yeah it's gonna be the end of a bunch of them but you don't know i don't even want to know who i just want to be surprised but i do want to throw out my theories there every now and then as more information is released so uh every time something new is released uh, i'm gonna bring it up at the podcast just to kind of like have a timeline it'll be interesting to see to to see if we're right yeah to never listen to them again and not even know but yeah uh (laughs) i went and saw uh fantastic beast 2 I haven't even seen the first one yet. I want to. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, you should totally check it out, man. I mean, um, if you if it, for those people who are expecting a Harry Potter film, I mean, there is still the wizard element, mm-hmm. but uh, it says in the title, Fantastic Beasts yes. and Where to Find Them. So uh, I had a conversation with a guy who was like, oh, man, like... I don't know. I don't really like this Newt Scamander guy. I don't really care about the characters, and they just keep going to these beasts. I'm like, well, it's actually in the title. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, when I go to see these (laughs) movies, I'm expecting some fantastic beasts and shit. And uh, Johnny Depp plays the uh, villain who uh, had a blood pact Mm -hmm. with old uh, uh, Elvis Dumbledore, so Dumbledore wasn't able to uh, go after him. Okay. Kind of thing. But uh, it was a uh, it was it was good. Uh, it was not great. I I, I like the first one better, uh, but this movie was kind of it was a setup movie, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, basically, it's leading into like the big third act of what's going to happen. In yeah, the, the Fantastic Beasts be three. Yeah. yeah, and so you know, the kind of does it end abruptly? No, but it kind of like this one was like the first one like it kind of flowed, mm-hmm. and this one just kind of felt a little like. We just have to, it. Kind of had almost a uh, Empire Strikes Back feel. Uh-huh. I won't. I won't spoil it in case anybody hasn't heard. Like you know what happens, but it kind of has a Luke, I am your father, oh, like element to it. Um, and that's really the only comparison to it. Okay. Like you know, it's not like <laughs> st- uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back, but it's just like it's just a it's a setup movie. But I enjoyed it. Um, you know, so if you like uh, to see a lot of cool magic stuff and some uh, Fantastic Beasts, you should check that shit out. Yeah, right on, man. Well, what else you got over there? That's all I have for this week, man. I was just uh, uh, getting ready uh, to do some comedy at the Mint on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, a, a really funny comic from Phoenix, uh, Glendon McGee. Uh, I used to do open mics with him at Laughs when I first started. Nice. Uh, he moved up to Phoenix, but he's coming down to do a, to do a special guest set this week. So that's awesome. I'm really stoked for that. And then uh, still uh, <clears throat> doing a lot of writing, getting ready for uh, Christmas Day. You will be hanging out with your family, probably Christmas Eve, most of Christmas Day. There's only so many fights you can get into with racist uncles, Uncle John, or <laughs> you know, listening to this shit or that shit, and your family is driving you to drink, and you just can't wait to get the fuck away from them. Right. Well, you know, you love them, but sometimes it's just too much. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, come out to the mint because we are actually putting on a show that I am uh, probably one of the most the, the the shows I'm most excited to be a part of. Uh, my friend uh, Polo, who is from Los Angeles, he's actually from Tucson, but he lives in L.A. now and is doing some big things. Uh, he will be uh, headlining that show. A very talented comic from Phoenix, her name is uh, uh, Bree, will be uh, doing uh, some comedy there as well as myself. Uh, my friend uh, Dom Detola, and uh, hosted by the great Joey G. So uh, it's going to be a, a big show, Christmas Day. It's only $5. Come out, support local Tucson comedy if you live here. Uh, if not, I'm sorry, you're going to miss a, one hell of a show and one hell of a Christmas, and uh, we're going to be telling jokes on Jesus' birthday, so come on out, check that out. Awesome, awesome. I will be playing Super Smash Brothers Ultimate 
unlocking characters. And Baller. That's what do, 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 now, do you play that online too? I uh, haven't yet. I want to. I'll probably try that out. I'll, well, I'll, I'll tell give you what. You an update. That's what I was gonna say. Uh, the, hopefully, by the next time we do this podcast or yeah. in, in a couple podcasts, when you start doing that online, man, throw out your name out there, and maybe some of our listeners can challenge you to a Super Smash Bros. Oh yeah, or something. Get my ass kicked. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, chances are, I mean, you can always make yourself feel better by letting me play because I'll probably get my ass yeah, man. whooped. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll practice. Yeah. I'll show you what it's like to lose at Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Yeah, so, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. So long. Mixtape ambassadors.